In two weeks from Friday, we will be on the air with baseball. So we got plenty more members of the team for you to, in some cases, meet. In some cases, for you to get reacquainted with. Number 12, and thankfully with a mustache, Hunter Mink and his twin brother Tanner. Born in Cincinnati, both graduated from Palm Harbor U. Tanner actually entering his fourth year with the Bulls led them in appearances last year with 25. And Hunter, by the way, Tanner's smart too, but Hunter actually was the student athlete of the year at South Florida. So these guys, and you can tell by the conversation, they've got it. They're very engaging, very intelligent, and humorous. And they'll bring it up. Billy Mole is, again, the pitching coach. As the staff was adjusted, you'll hear a lot of the hitters over the next couple weeks speak about what Chris Cates and Alan Kunkel returning to the program have meant for them. And oh, by the way, speaking of hitting, there was a matchup of the Twins in fall ball. So get ready for that description. Here are Hunter and Tanner Mink. So you guys are very fan-friendly all of a sudden with <laughs> Hunter with the mustache. Yep. Uh, is that something that you guys had to talk about just to, do, just to make it easy for everybody else? I don't know. Right when I, uh, like last year, I decided to start it off. My older brother always had a mustache, and I was like, I think this is my year, so I think I'm going to keep it this year. <laughs> it does does help everybody, though. Yeah. <laughs> it does. Uh, listen, I'm so glad you guys are back. Uh, that, that wasn't going to be a given, so uh, did you guys make a decision together? I, I hate to be uh, cliche like that. Yeah, I mean, uh, always want to give it one last run, you know? Yeah, I wasn't going to pass up uh, one last opportunity to play here, so. Good. It's a new coaching staff. Obviously, still have the same head coach, but now he's in your ear a little bit more. Am I right about that? Yeah, it's it's, it's good to have Billy uh, full time with us. Um, and also, I mean, we also got Alan Conkle back, which is awesome. I was uh, that's right. He was my hitting coach back uh, <laughs> my first two years. <laughs> People think you're joking, but yeah, you started off as you were going to be a two way guy. I was talented. Yeah. <laughs> were you one of the guys that was emergency in that game against Cincinnati? <laughs> um, I was I was the first guy on that board to be next. <laughs> all, all that matters. You know, I, was, I was pretty jealous over that one. <laughs> were you never a hunter a two-way guy? No, I was two-way all throughout high school until okay. I got to college. Um, they had to set, they had to take my bat away from me. So. <laughs> but I am the better hitter if you guys were at the green and gold game. Oh, that's right. Oh, thank goodness you reminded me of that. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. All right. Do you want to tell us what happened, Tanner? All right. So, it started. It started. We uh, we needed another guy to play outfield. So, uh, you know, obviously, most athletic pitcher. So, I have to go in there. Yeah. Um, obviously. Hunter happens to be on the mound, and it was my spot in the order. No one expected me to bat, but I ran up there, got my got my swings in. He told me it was coming. I said, all fastballs are coming. I'm telling him every pitch. All fastballs. That's nice. Uh, pop out strong deep pop fly (laughs) the wind was in the right direction maybe it goes (laughs) we were here um about two weeks ago or something did you guys practice on that day when it was gusting out yes you did yes balls were flying (laughs) did you you want to get and and swing at the plate on that day of course i would have showed corbett field what's up (laughs) (laughs) seriously uh when when the wind is blowing out what do you try and do? What can you do? As a pitcher, keep the ball down. Yeah, keep yeah. the ball down. You can't really let it affect you too much. you got to mm-hmm. still play the same game, but, yeah, definitely keep the ball down. Yeah. And then other question, um, asking genius questions here. When it, when it's blowing, when it's blowing, you know, in your favor, what do you – does that change your approach? Just um, loft it up there? <laughs> <laughs> definitely a little bit. I mean, you can uh, have a little bit, like, less of a miss, you know. You can miss a little bit over the plate and – Get get away with it sometimes, but yeah, you I definitely got to respect the powerful hitters in the lineups. Yeah, I would say you really can't change the way you pitch, but you can get away with some mistakes because those those balls aren't going to fly out. Last thing, I mean, you you've been there, 
you want to be there, Hunter, as far as getting to the uh, postseason. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year, the excitement in Clearwater kind of gave us that vibe back, but this year I think it could actually happen. What do you guys say? I think it'll definitely happen this year. Um, everyone's hungry after we were so close last year, and I think we're all going to be fighting, pulling on the same rope, so hopefully it goes the good way. Yep. Same, Tanner? Totally agree. You guys always agree about everything, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Thanks for joining us once again. Appreciate, Appreciate it. it. Now on to softball, and we'll put the full chats up on our podcast page. Hopefully you know about the podcast page. If you don't, Amazon Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. We put the full shows up sometimes when we have to squeeze them down to fit the 30-minute block here on the stream. Two key members of softball, both of whom will be playing for their country, Team Puerto Rico, in the next World Cup of softball. Of course, we bring that up and the recent meeting between Puerto Rico and South Florida, which was a really cool moment in the fall ball season. First, Kathy Garcia Soto, then Camille Ortiz Martinez. What a story, even without what happened after the actual South Florida freshman season for Kathy Garcia Soto. We'll get to the Puerto Rico stuff in just a little bit. Uh, but for somebody that probably has an experience that, that many freshmen did, took a while to get your footing, and then you, you're you walking off against Texas, you're hitting home runs. Uh, speak about how things just sort of clicked there in the middle of the season for you. Yeah, I mean, I just kind of just trusted the process and knew eventually I would get it and it would click and just knew that even if it didn't click for me at some points that the team would always have my back. And once it did click, I just made sure everybody knew that I had their back as well. I mean, it, I hate to ask the dumb question, but was that the uh, the, the big, me- at least individual memory of the season uh, against Texas? Boy, this has been a roller coaster tonight. South Florida up 3 nothing early. Texas battles back in the fourth and the fifth. Garcia Soto, a deep drive into left field. Her first career home run walks it off for the Bulls. Definitely, that's one of the main ones I do remember. That was a huge moment. I mean, most people listening haven't had anything like that in their life. Yeah. Or do you sort of black out when you're around in the bases? I mean, I just kind of, once the ball went over, I just, it was like surreal moment. Like, like you know, like in the movies, how like the crowd slowly fades away. Like, that's just kind of how it felt. And then just all I heard was my team waiting for me at home. And then when I got home, they picked me up, and it was just so surreal. With your schedule, you had to play like probably three games the next day, so you couldn't celebrate too long. Yeah. Uh, outside of the hitting that really picked up, your defense was just spectacular. To be named the defensive player of the conference as a freshman means you made a lot of good plays. Antoinette Hill getting the out. Oh, what a play! An absolute sports center. Forget about it. Play by Garcia at short. That ball is about the fourth one today that was hit on a rope by the Spartans, and yet that was the best catch thus far. A freshman from Jefferson High School, Kathy Garcia, just made maybe the defensive play of the year. Not only going up, but stretching to her left on a ball that 100% should have been headed up the middle. Was that something that was always there at Jefferson and, and growing up, or did you sort of turn it on and see it uh, really improve last year? Yeah, I mean, I feel like defense has always been my strong point. I've always made sure like my defense was like at least something I can always help my team with. And yeah, it's just kind of like, I know I can teach fielding. Like that's my favorite thing to do. I can go out there and just field for days. Like I love it. All right. So was last year the first time you played for your country? I mean, what's been your experience there? Um, I started playing for Puerto Rico in 2019 with the junior team. Okay. And then I moved up to the adult team in 2021. My first tournament was in Alabama. To get right into it like that. Yeah. And then uh, we saw, everyone saw you guys play against South Florida, which was a great experience. But before that was an even better experience qualifying uh, for the big national event. So what was that like? 
just like surreal. Just I can't believe that I'm able to be there and represent my country. Like I always get the chills just talking about it because I know everybody back in the island is always supporting us. And you have a um, pretty good coach on your team that can still play a little bit. Tell oh, yeah. people, tell people about her. Yeah, Carla. <laughs> I mean, she's a she's our captain on the Puerto Rico team. She's still got it. And she's gonna have it till whenever she wants to. I mean, she's a great player, great coach, great um, great person to look up to. And um, last thing, I mean, explain what that experience was like of uh, playing for your country on your college field. Like, I, I know you've spoken about it already, but uh, that must have been pretty special. Yeah, it definitely was. I just I remember when Jordan Cadlow made the play at center, I was in the dugout like, dang it. But I was like, oh, my God. Like, I was like, yeah, Jordan. That pitch outside, one and two. Lines that one beautifully, making a late break on it. Is Cadlow, did she get it? She did! Amazing diving catch. I mean, I thought she had no chance. I know Jordan is fast, but that was unreal. And everybody saw that she caught it because she barely had enough glove to get to the ball on top of the grass. Again, for everybody to see the snow cone there, and there's one away. Lord, that was a catch. Because, like, obviously, like, this game is, like, to get our work in, but at the same time, like those are my teammates over there. And just like, I'm like, you're making those plays now. I can't wait for a season and stuff like that. Yeah, if you're gonna rob, rob my nation, you better keep doing it. No, oh, that yeah. was <laughs> that was one of the most enjoyable things. It was really fun watching you. Don't want to put any too much hype or expectations on you, but uh, it's something I'm looking forward to seeing you in year two. Thanks a lot. Thank you. I wanted to do a, a theme here with the uh, Puerto Rico national players, Camille Ortiz Martinez. I, I asked her just now how special it was. Take us uh, through it from your side. I mean, uh, it must be an unbelievable honor. It is an unbelievable honor. Um, <laughs> represent like your country and like doing with someone like Kathy is just amazing. <laughs> Did that help out a little bit having somebody that you are, are very I mean, obviously you're very familiar with your teammates mm -hmm. for the team but from South Florida particularly? Yes it was super helpful especially because I grew up in Puerto Rico so I never like like live in the States or anything so I just moved from Puerto Rico to here so having Kathy and Coach Carla it was like super helpful. <laughs> I guess Carla was just amazing. Was she a reason, a part of the reason why you chose USF or just a nice little added bonus? She was one of the reasons why and and South Florida softball and the school South Florida it's just amazing. I love it. <laughs> hey, uh it was fun watching you when you got out there last year. I know you played first, you played catcher. Uh what's your actual real didn't you play outfield in the <laughs> game <laughs> against yeah. the Bulls? Yeah. So like my primary position is catcher, but I'm catcher and uti utility so you I can play anywhere. So. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get to decide or just can make all those decisions? No, I just Play. <laughs> <laughs> you just play. I just want to play. I just want to be in the lineup. Just, just so I'm just curious, playing for the national team, do you learn a little bit more? And what maybe from that whole experience do you think you can bring to this second season here in college? Yeah, you definitely learn a lot, especially like you're playing with like older um, girls. Like hmm. Carla is like way older, uh, graduate. And you get to see like the experience like they have, like going to other um universities and also like playing other um tournaments like pan american games um central american games so you get a lot of like knowledge of what they know what was the biggest win what, what the biggest memory from that for to qualify for the um world games we spent like the whole summer because first we went to the central american games in el salvador right. and from there we went to um spain to valencia and then qualify for the 
board games. So it just it's, it's just, just <laughs> it's un experience. An unbelievable experience. So yeah. so playing you know Oklahoma State and Washington and Florida and Michigan challenging, but you'll be ready for it, right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks, Camille. Thank you. Just so you know, next week's bullseye, the non-basketball guest, none other than Ken Erickson. So that show will drop on Thursday, the same day that the season starts. Look forward to bringing that all to you.